No music intro today, it's eSkate Wednesday, and I have Jeremy on the line. We're going to start talking about all the news this week in eSkate. So, Mellow have been acquired, and prices are down. We get into warranties. Why do some brands only have six-month warranties? Lime, scooter rentals, and Lime is back in the news. And we talk about why there's scooter rental businesses and not escape rental businesses and i asked that eternal question if you put a handle on an escape is it now a scooter and will there ever be an escape rental business model and finally inboard are making a scooter why we'll talk about that and a lot of regulations listen away it's escape wednesday G'day. G'day. How are you going? Not too bad yourself. Yeah, doing really well for a Wednesday. Eastgate yeah, Day always it... comes around way too quick. Like, <laughs> things like the week disappears and you're on the line and we're talking Eastgate news. That's it. That's it. There's, uh, there's been a lot happening in the last few weeks. Uh, some interesting news. Um, Mellow just got acquired. Um, I think it was like a few days ago by their... Um, manufacturing partner and uh, one of the original investors which uh, which is kind of interesting is that why it got released because wouldn't something like that normally be a little bit quiet like they wouldn't release it but is that the investor just saying hey we just had another successful uh no Me- mellow announced it so i think it was oh, like okay. all hush hush in the background but uh they only kind of officially announced it um it was a few days ago but um they also in in doing that, dropped their prices considerably because that was one of the biggest complaints about their their product. Ah, uh, so it was. It's it's not so much about the uh, we've been we've been acquired, but it's more about look at our new prices. Pretty much, uh, because you know the the biggest complaint was you know I think you were paying like uh, if you if you were to buy one in Australia, it's close to three thousand bucks just for what is basically the it's like a booster so you can put it on any deck you want um which you know is pretty expensive i mean it's you could buy probably you know a couple of booster boards for that for that price yeah and as jacko told me the other day uh that's more than my car (laughs) (laughs) yeah my my first car was about 400 bucks so yeah (laughs) probably probably buy a few of them (laughs) Oh, what happened to the poor uni students? They're all on these $3,000 e-skates now. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. Times are changing, huh? Yeah, times are changing. So uh, do you think that's really going to change the market, though? Mellow Uh, dropping their prices? Would that probably affect more Europe? Are they? Yeah, I think think it's more Europe because, I mean, one of... One of the things, I don't think the pricing has really dropped still uh, in the US. I think it's because they do have like a warehouse in the US where they fulfill stock from. So, you know, if you're in the US, you can order and get, you know, one, two day shipping, but it's still crazy expensive and um, interesting. Like if you buy one in Europe, you get a two year warranty. But if you buy it in America, you only get a six month warranty, but you're paying the same (laughs) price. How does that work? I don't know. Um, How long's your warranty so I, in the US? Two years. Two years. Two years. Is that pretty yeah. much standard? Two years. 
most most boards are six months actually. Like oh, boosted really? still only gives six months. No. Um, boosted only yeah. gives six months. Yeah, I mean in the US, but I mean in Australia, obviously you have um, you know consumer law which protects you for two years. So yeah. you know, I mean Apple. I remember Apple made a big fuss about it because people were pointing out to Apple, well, you can't sort of warrant something only for 12 months when, you know, consumer law in Australia says it's two years. So, you know, for, um, I guess, Australian market, it's a little different, but, um, you know, in, in like the US market, they can get away with only offering six month warranty. That, that yeah. support is pretty good in this, in the sense that I know I've heard stories where, you know, people have been out of warranty with a V1 by like, you know, six plus months and they've got an entirely new deck, motors, battery, basically a new board, um, you know, for no cost. So they, you know, they their support is good just because it does say six months doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be left in the lurch. So, well, yeah, I think that comes down to the lifetime value of yes. a client, a, a, of a customer, because yep. I imagine with eScape, I mean, I haven't seen any business models and you probably don't want to, re- you know, reveal anything, but I imagine a e-skater is going to be a customer for, what, five, ten years? Um, well, I don't know. I think, I think that's changing these days because you've got a lot of, a lot of the um, cheaper Chinese brands with the budget boards coming in. People are buying, you know, three or four boards because they are so cheap. You know, oh, no, if so one, was, if one, no, no. What I was saying is, is that an e-skater would probably be e-skater yep. for ten years, not like with the same brand, but they're going to be. Doing oh yes, yes. That maybe even longer. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of people use them as you know. They, they. I know a few people that have sold their cars and exclusively commute on their e-skate. Wow, you know, yeah. whether it's raining or whether it's not, like they they use it as their way to get to work. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, yeah, there's, there's definitely people that will be using it for 10 plus years. Yeah, because, you know, traditionally skateboarding has been like, you know, between that 12 and 18 years that really it's mm-hmm. like, you know, once they get to 14, 15, the, uh, the, the, you know, the numbers start to die off pretty quick just because of yeah. a demographic sort of thing. But I imagine mm-hmm. with eScape, um, you know, age really isn't a limit and it's not like a uh, sports fad sort of thing really yeah i mean i mean we do have some customers that are you know late 50s early 60s so i mean it it, there's no uh, there's not a demographic like you said like with traditional skateboarding where you know you've got people of all walks of life and all ages um riding these things Mm. yeah interesting six months wow i don't think anyone can away with that Mm. in uh in in some countries i know yeah you know, i know in europe yeah like you like you said before there well europe's like australia yeah. it's two-year mandatory warranty yeah. so um, i think that's also you know, some the, people the are... cost of the product if the product is costs you a lot of money i think people or the government is expecting it to last a long time yeah i mean you do expect it to last a long time if you're paying three thousand yeah. bucks you'd hope so yeah. So what else? Lime. Uh, yeah, I mean the the there's been a lot of uh, a lot of these scooter rentals sort of popping up, and um, I think uh, I think it was Lime that just recently popped up in like New Zealand and also in Melbourne. I think this week, um, people basically just 
dumping scooters in the middle of the road, you know, just kind of everywhere. <laughs> Wait, so um, these are and, these are electric scooters. Yeah, they're electric scooters. Um, a lot of them, a lot of them use like the Chinese brands. So, like the Xiaomi one is quite popular. They've got the Xiaomi scooter is you know pretty inexpensive. They're, I think they're about. I mean, here in China, they're about three hundred bucks. You can do. Uh, 25 k's an hour and up to about 30 kilometers on a single charge um so you know they're, they're pretty decent for getting around they're not great for climbing hills or anything like that but you know for for scooting around i think they're um you know they're they're a good option um because i guess the the popularity of these um scooter rentals is the fact that you know not everyone can skateboard and getting on a scooter and holding a handle is probably not that difficult for most people um so it's it's interesting. I mean, there's been a lot of kickback from, um, I guess, um, you know, regulators because they're like, well, hey, you've just kind of shown up overnight and dropped these scooters everywhere. Um, what the hell? Um, the other thing, and so I know. They, like, did, I I haven't actually researched this one, but have they resolved the is the scooter allowed in the bike lane or is it not allowed in the bike lane? I still think there's like, I know in Oz, there's still a lot of, uh, a lot of sort of question about the laws. And I think, you know, the laws will have to change. Um, I know like in Germany, for example, like I know Mello were, Mello are big advocates of trying to get uh, all this stuff legalized. And, um, you know, in Germany, they, they passed the law, I think that said that, you know, it had to have a handle on it. So I remember seeing a photo of, on Mello's um, social media with like basically someone attaching like a stick to the end of a skateboard and go, <laughs> yep, now it's legal. <laughs> which, so, which sort of like uh, leads into the, <laughs> is a uh, scooter just an e-skate with a handle on it? Not really. I mean, they're, they're two very different, two very different things. I mean, you know, with a scooter, you've got the two together, aren't they? Like well, they will. Laws. I mean, and they're going to bunch scooters that, and skateboarders together. I think that's fundamentally the problem with lawmakers is they don't actually understand the difference between these these various devices because you've got, you know, you've got electric unicycles as well, which just have one wheel. <laughs> so you're basically lumping, you know, one wheel, two wheel, oh. and four wheels all in the same category when, you know, they're not. They're very different. Each one is different. I mean, they're all, you know, they all pose safety risks and i mean uh there was someone recently that you know died on a lime scooter they ran into a tree and died so then it sort of comes How back to the question like we're going? talking well this is what i don't understand like so they they can hit 25 k's an hour top speed um but if you're going down a hill obviously that can ex- increase so um yeah, it's. I'm not sure exactly the you know the circumstances mm. around how this person died, but from what I understand, they ran into a tree. Now, whether they're wearing a helmet or not, well, see that's know. another um, regulation, isn't it? Like not. helmets. Well, see, that's the thing. They don't include helmets for these things, um, so you just kind of get on it anywhere yeah. and ride. Because this around. was a so, this is an issue in Queensland with the bike hire. So when I was up on the Gold Coast, mm-hmm. you know, there's lots of bike hire places near all the. Uh, hotels and the um, oh, this was far north Queensland and it, it, they're really good places to mm-hmm. cycle around but the problem is yeah. is how do you get a helmet because you have to wear a helmet and putting helmets and what was happening is all the helmets were getting stolen 
<laughs> because well, maybe well, they're just getting left somewhere, or I don't know. I know. I think it was Melbourne. Someone had someone made like a paper helmet. I remember reading about a while ago. It like folds up, and it so it uses like a honeycomb paper kind of. I'm not sure how safe it is, but I know they were kind of you pay like five bucks or something from from memory i I don't remember the full details but um i think it was in melbourne like with the bike sharing you can basically get these foldable you know cardboard helmets and uh and and ride with them i guess it offers some protection but i i sort of i'm dubious about how you know how safe these things are and when are we going to see uh e-skate rental business is there an e-skate rental business no Mm, I, I think there is. I think there's some people in the, you know, like in the US that rent booster boards. Okay. Um, but not on a mass a scale. It's not like a scalable business. It's not on a I'm mass I'm sure there's scale. people that rent them. No. I mean, if you go down to uh, Skater HQ, but Bill will probably kill me. But uh, you know what I mean? If they have a demo <laughs> there, I mean, they're going to yeah. rent it out to you. Sure, why not? You know, <laughs> a buck's a buck. I, I don't. I don't know that. I mean, I think you'd need some pretty serious liability insurance and and whatnot for all of that. Because but how's um, it any different to an know, electric yeah. scooter? Just because it's got a handle on it and makes it safer, that's a bit I don't understand. Well, apparently, this is what regulators think. You know, by things things having a handle, um, kind of changes uh, the the safety aspects of it. I mean, it's still just as dangerous. I mean, would I you know what if if an e-skateboard had a handle on it and that was the requirement to rent it, I'd probably, I'd go with mm-hmm. it. Like, why not? I mean, it's not going to skate anything. Listen, I mean, you might look a little bit stupid, maybe. Am I calling scooter mm. riders stupid? I'm not. No, no, no. None of them, none of them, scooter, scooter riders don't listen to podcasts. So I probably won't get any hate now. But <laughs> I don't know. Let us know. Might. Let us know. Would you ride an e-skate yeah. with a handle on it? I mean, if you had to rent it, why not? Yeah. Would you, uh, if, I mean, it, come on. If some, if some, like, you know, if some big organization came to you and said, oh, we need a thousand e-skate, you know, a thousand boards with handles on it. I mean, you'd figure it out pretty quick, wouldn't you? Or, I don't know. Or you um, wouldn't, you wouldn't put a handle on a, uh, you're not going to put a stick on a, on a jet board. No, ruin not, the not art. anytime soon. <laughs> Even for a thousand piece order? <sighs> I don't know. I, I see them being potentially more dangerous having like a stick on it because if someone <laughs> breaks suddenly, well, think about it. If someone breaks suddenly, they might impale themselves on this stick and then you get, you know, a, a spate of like news reports of people getting <laughs> impaled on, you know, then, then it turns into a whole other schmuggle of. Oh, this this um, podcast is just going downhill and getting ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Sticks on East. What could possibly be next? Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think I just, I just, I mean, I suppose I I've been listening to a podcast this week on the James Altucher show, <laughs> and they were talking about Chinese businesses about how they just get into so many different aspects and try so mm-hmm. many different business models that they likened it to, they try and find a business model that, you know, no one can compete with or no one will compete on that level with them. So I suppose I'm just thinking, mm-hmm. I just can't believe no one's really gone into it. I suppose the, it's the cost, isn't it? 
You can make a scooter cheese. I think it's the, but you can't make an e-skate. Yeah, cheese. but I mean, it's it's a lot easier to steal a, a skateboard than it is a scooter because scooters generally weigh like you know you're talking 12, 15 kilos. Yeah. Um, you know, whereas a skateboard might be between six and ten. Mm. But they have tracking on the scooters. I mean, they have. They do. They do. But there's there's still people that go and actually steal the batteries out. No, of them. I can see. I can yeah. see that. I can so see that. Yeah, I bet you there's. Cause, is, I, mean, I bet you there's a forum on some. There's some e-skate forum out there with a whole thing on how to reuse the scooter battery from your e-skate. <laughs> well, you can. I mean, there's no reason you can't oh, post up link people. The same as what you use. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but I mean, there's, they also pay people to go and pick them up to charge them. Right. So, like, you can you can make money by picking up these scooters and charging them using your electricity, and they pay you for. Um, and but I saw a, a YouTube video of someone like that that does this for a living, and they're like, "Well, it's not worth it. You don't really make any money." Mm. Um, yeah, I think it's a I'm, lot of. Sure, I think know, with those type of like that's like the gig economy, and I think mm. you. I, I heard someone explain it really well. Where if you're a professional, you're trying to make a living. No. It's probably not a good mm. thing, but if you're a uni yeah. student and you can't make rent and, you know, you just need a hundred bucks and you've found a gig yep. and you can, you know, you made a hundred bucks, you've made rent and you're happy. Yep. So yep. it's, uh, I suppose it just depends. Now I saw on Reddit, the electric, um, the electric scooter, motorbike scooters. And the guy was like taking mm-hmm. out the batteries and sticking them in a recharger, grabbing out two. And I heard someone talking about um, the the Groupon, Groupon competitor in China Groupon. that's doing like uh, delivered meals for 70 cents. And they've got something like 600,000 employees. They're all on electric scooters. Is that? Yeah, that's, that's huge in China. Like every, like the, the, uptake of uh like electric scooters and stuff in china is just crazy I, I, when i say electric scooter i don't mean like the limes i mean more like sit yeah, down sit down ones. kind of scooters. yeah so do you think we'll ever see that for electric skateboarding like i mean if it becomes a thing um, i mean changing out your battery and sticking in a charger somewhere well you already do i mean i mean not to not to sort of advertise but i mean you know there's there's us there's mellow there's a few others that do you know swappable batteries so you oh, can so you could have your um, own you system have like your spare battery yeah. at work on the charger and you just swap it out yep. when you get to work uh, yeah yeah i suppose yeah. i mean but but in china like with the um those sit down scooters you know that people it's it's a key that they basically unlock the battery and they take it in. So if they're going inside, they can just leave their scooter outside. It doesn't have to be locked up. And they take the battery in with them because it's kind of useless. Yeah. And, I mean, they're so cheap here. It's it's just crazy how cheap. Like, you can pick one up for, um, you know, sort of 2,000 RMB, which is like three 400 bucks. What? Yeah, it's crazy cheap. And, you know, like 50% of the cars on the road in China are becoming electric. Uh, At least 50% of them now. Like, you've got BYD, Tesla, there's... So many different brands coming out with electric vehicles. Yeah, it's great how some of the and I'm I don't want to insult anyone in China, but I mean I always see China as this like developing economy because they're only running at mm-hmm. a certain capacity at the moment, and like you know when they really start going, it's just going to be incredible. But you look at countries like India and their goals that mm. they have for you know um, 
power generation, they really are just skipping yep. a sort of a, a step. <laughs> They're just going straight to like solar and electric. It's just, it, it really is incredible. I, I remember someone oh, yeah, I someone mean, saying, oh, what's going to happen when everyone in China, you know, gets a, like a, a car, you know, the pollution coming out of China. Mm. But hey, everyone can have an electric car. They can. And I mean, the, the, you know, some of these charging stations, like the BYD ones, you look at like the Tesla charging stations and, you know, there's like maybe five, six cars there. You know, the, the ones here, there's like a thousand all charging at once, you know it's basically a giant parking lot where you can, you, you know, they can all drive in their cars and charge like everywhere is charging points, not just for Tesla, but for other electric cars. Um, and, you know, there's, there's all these little pop-up service centers that have, you know, spawned with guys that will just fix these little cheap scooters. So, so do you, th- you know, if you've got a problem, so do you think like hmm? in the future, there'll be charging stations where you can just, there'll be like standard batteries that you can take in and they'll just charge it. Like, with your I mean, battery, can you? How does it charge? Did you plug it into a? It just charges. You just plug it into a normal outlet. So I mean, anywhere you've got power. I mean, in theory, you can go into Starbucks or anywhere that's got power, and you know, sit down, have a coffee, and charge your battery. So you just need a USB cable or something. Not just a normal normal power uh, normal power outlet. So just normal one ten to two forty volt. So wherever wherever in the world you are, you can so charge the cable it, as is, long as you've got the some... cable is built into the battery. Uh, no, so it's a separate external charger. So you just plug the charger into okay. the battery. So if you don't have wall, your charger? Like, like, uh, if you don't have your charger, then you've got a problem. Okay. But, I mean, you know, I, I see if, if, you know, if there was some kind of standardized charging, it would it might be a bit tricky because battery standards vary depending yeah. on chemistry and type of battery and all the rest of it. But Maybe um, it could be in said, the future if, you know, delivered by, like, USB yeah. three or something, or Thunderbolt three or something like that. Possibly. Yeah, I mean USB, but the problem with USB C is that it's limited in terms of like maximum output. Um, it can't pass like a hundred watts of power. So, you know, when you're charging a lot of these like uh, some high powered batteries, for example, you might be charging it, you know, to three hundred watts. So that's over the standard of USB. So, at this point in time, it wouldn't work. Um, but that said, you know. Things may change in the future, yeah. but um, interesting times. Yeah. yeah, interesting times. What else? Mm. Is there anything else we're going to talk about today? Can't remember. We're we're probably at our maximum um, at the moment. We've been talking twenty minutes. Yeah, we're about twenty yeah. twenty one minutes. So uh, the listeners started I mean, exploding if we other, go after twenty. The only other, <laughs> <laughs> the only other thing, maybe to note, um, I noticed like Inboard were uh, launching a scooter as well, ah. which is uh, which is kind of so. Um, they're really focusing on the... I'm gathering their scooter um, isn't a handle on their electric skateboard. No, it's not. It's <laughs> so disappointing. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. <laughs> but, um, but it's more for fleet. Um, so they've, they've got software built in for like fleet management. So I'm guessing they're targeting the limes and birds of the uh, world. Yeah, where, they're looking know, for the thousand-piece order. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, why, why, no, uh, why sell it, one when you can sell it? Yeah. 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 So uh but, um I thought that was an interesting interesting move. Um I mean they inboard have raised a lot of money that I mean they went on Shark Tank and uh borrowed like three quarters of a million from one of the sharks and uh you know, they recently raised like seven million, I think. Mm. Um so you know, they're 
they're in a prime position, I guess, to to you know focus on the scooter market. So it'll be interesting to see what happens when they launch it next year. Yeah, and the, so they can reuse like some of the same technology. So it, yeah, I'm assuming they've probably like scaled up their hub motor design and uh, got swappable batteries, which you know they already have now. So I don't. I think it's like one of the first scooters with like a proper swappable battery where you can just literally you know open a hatch pull the battery out pop another one in keep going which you know would make fleet maintenance much easier than replacing the entire scooter like theft a lot easier um, which you have to do now yeah i mean i guess that's that's one aspect of it but i i just wonder how they've got that uh maybe they've got you know uh security screws or something to combat that but yeah or they, it um, might it, be it'll a proprietary be sort of plug or something yeah it's anything's possible but i mean it's still fairly, fairly early days i think they're only just starting to like crowdfund it um i think this month or next month i don't remember but oh they're gonna um, crowdfund yeah, that'll, it. Be, that'll be interesting well they're doing like a pre-order uh, oh yeah thing, okay. so where you can you can basically you know put down a deposit to get okay. one um but i think you know you know you look at in the US, you know, you've got these mega companies with huge campuses. I can see it fitting well with there because, you know, you don't have any any worries about whether it's legal or not because it's private property. So everyone can ride around to their heart's mm. content. You know, so from a fleet management perspective, I guess, you know, a company like Google could buy 10,000 of these things and, you know, manage them all oh, remotely. I see where you Not worry about right. getting involved. You know, see yeah. what I mean? So, um it becomes more like a, a fleet of small vehicles yeah. or if someone's got a, a big factory, yeah. you know, you need to get around it. Like, like Tesla, for example, mm. you know, they've got a million, a million square feet uh, factory in, um, you know, Fremont. That's, that's quite a, quite a large area to get yeah. around. So um, it's, it's another, another alternative and something, I guess that's, that's kind of their, their aim. <clears throat> so it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Did you ever do a scooter? I suppose you never say never. Mm, thought about you never it. Never say never. Um, no, I, I don't know. It's still early days. Like the the scooter market and even the e-skate market is still relatively new at this mm. point. So um, just have to kind of see where the market goes. Um, it'll be interesting over the next few years, though. That's yeah. for sure. Thanks for chatting, dude. I think yeah, no I think that's about it, isn't I'll, it? Uh, We're gonna wrap it up. Yeah. yeah, I think I think so. Yeah. Always awesome chatting to you. All right. You're a wealth Thanks. of knowledge. I try to <laughs> talk next Wednesday. Right. All right. Sounds good. Have right. a good one.